0: This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise.
1: Welcome back to the Winning Plays Podcast with Brian Robb. I am Rich Levine. The NBA draft is this week, everybody, but in Boston is all about the Brads. Brad Stevens in his first seasons at the helm of Boston's front office. Bradley Beal is maybe, I think it might be more than maybe, B-Rob, but possibly, probably, whatever you want to call it, forcing his way out of Washington. We are here to sift through the rumors, find some truth, our version of the truth, whatever you want to call it. What is your version of the truth, Bureau? How much are you believing? I mean, this is great. This is great for us. This is great. We have something to talk about. It's great for yeah. clicks. It's- is it? What, what, what's the what's the real factor? One to ten. This is a, a podcast favorite. One to ten is Bradley Beal's. So I would say one. One is Bradley Beal is on the Wizards next year 10 he's on any other team but the wizards give me your Uh, number
0: oh uh seven okay seven i think we're nothing's set in stone yet obviously but at the same time i think it's pretty clear that there's plenty of smoke here and with the draft two days away it's pretty obvious that it makes a lot of sense for washington to go to be able to be like hey if you're gonna ask out please do it now. So we actually know what we can evaluate with these offers we're getting all around the league in terms of draft picks this year. Um, And so the question is really now is, does, does Beal want to drag his feet more? Um, Does he want to give it one more go for a half a season or whatever in Washington and, you know, or does he look in the mirror and say, listen, even if we have a good first half of the season, like we're knocking out of the first round in the Eastern conference, they, we don't have any, trade ships to, to add anyone important around me. And I want to start, I don't want to waste another year. So I want to get out now. And so to me, that is what decision is going to be made in the next couple of days on that front. But I think if you look at it from that standpoint, Rich, it's kind of like, why, what's, why the wait at this point?
1: Yeah, no, I think, I think David Aldrich uh, wrote something. Who's obviously been in Washington for forever longer than maybe we've been alive. And he just say he's like, you know, someone's got to be the bad guy. Like everyone wants to play nice. Like it's been a pr- like there are a lot of like tumultuous relationships between like NBA franchises and their stars like over the year. But Bradley Beal in Washington's been pretty cool. You know, he's 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 been a pretty cr- great part. And you know, John Wall was 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 similar too before they traded him. But they said, you know, someone's got to step up and be the bad guy. You know what I mean? Like Bradley Beal doesn't want to be the one to say I want out. The Wizards don't want to be the ones to do to, to. They don't want to make it seem like they're forcing out. Bradley Beal getting rid of Bradley Beal. Someone's got to step up and be the bad guy. Um, and it seems like it's getting closer. You know, because I think what's, what we need to do now, I think it would be nice to talk about what we know is true. Right? I mean, the fact that Jason Tatum commented on that Instagram story and shamrock, whatever, he, shamrock time. He, he, he shamrocked it. It could just be trolling. Like, who knows? Like, we know these guys, he could just be bored in his hotel room in, in, in Tokyo and be like, oh, let's just like Let's set the internet on fire for for a couple of days. But like that was pretty telling. tellings the word? I mean, not that it's a surprise that Jason Tannen would want Bradley Beale to be on the Celtics. But I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a prank that you could play on a friend. But I don't know if he would do that unless you really felt that Bradley was was getting serious about making this push.
0: Yeah, that's not that's not T M style generally. And he like he'll comment on stuff fine and scream all the time, but like. To do it that I don't know if it's that flagrantly or just that you know, at a time where it's it's more possible than ever, um, I think.
1: Like he could have done the eyes. Like he could have done the right. eyes. That would have been more. That would have been more sort of vague and whatever. But the shamrock, like that's that that, that that's uh, it's good to see too. It's nice to see that he's that he's feeling uh, that he shouldn't feel a part of the Celtics, but that he's feeling the pride and well, in the, I of the green.
0: And I have a fault for you on that front. Did you see the other reference for? a player that he wants back for next season.
1: I did Javante. Right.
0: And so, you know, it's like a joke in me, but that's also like, huh? Because you look at Javante, I think I'm, I'm going to guess Brad Stevens was not a huge fan of trading away Javante green at the trade deadline. He
1: was, um, was clearly a fan of him when he was on the team. Getting right. To the point of time, yeah.
0: Cause he's like, I think that's the ideal 15th man for Brad Stevens team of being like, okay. Yeah, he's limited, but he's gonna work his ass off when he's out there, and he doesn't kind of try to overreach and do other things. And yeah, he's not useful against most <laughs> opponents, but like he he can serve a role when you need him to. And again, so um, the only
1: time he over the only time he potentially overreaches is when he tries to dunk from, uh, right. from wherever he takes off within the paint. That's like <laughs> like a literal overreach at times. But yes, he de- he does play within himself and say like clearly like got like. Legit minutes for for portions of the season last year right. and didn't do poorly. Was no was, was a guy you didn't like. It's not like he, he came out and it was like Teague or whoever. Like oh shit, here come the here come the Javante minutes. Like no, like he was. It like, in today's game, like if you're playing an up tempo style and like he's pretty versatile. Like I don't know, he's like a plus defender, but he can stay with people. He can get out. He can make things happen uh, in space. So yeah, I mean, it's it funny you say he's an ideal fifteenth man. Like in in this case, he'd be a fifteenth man that you know. Was better than like half the bench last year. Right.
0: But so. well, that's a problem. That was the problem with this other bench yeah. last year. It's like your 15th man was, you know, your ninth player in the rotation most games. So, but from that standpoint, so that's the bigger news here to me, right? not Tatum doesn't want Beal. That's like that. That's all new. Tatum wants Javante Green. It's signaling that, yes, he's, he's coming back already. And so, is he, I mean, this is something having talked to Tatum this past season, he, I asked him just about, you know trying to recruit or just trying to you know guide the front office or at least give his input to the front office moves and now he's doing it whether it's you know jokingly or not publicly but the, the green thing just to say that I think it's like okay we'll see if that is is he having talks with Brad and Brad's like okay yeah we're, we're going hard after Beal don't worry I'm going to trade away Carson we're going to get Javante back in here I'm sorry about Kemba but we're getting your other guy back and you know there's not that he's giving them the keys the car here but it is i mean if if these moves actually come to fruition then that kind of might tell you what's going on
1: for sure and it, right especially because it wasn't like oh like let's run it back next year i hope we can run it back next year it, it was like we I, what was the exact words that we are running it back next something year.
0: something like that i'll look it up but it was
1: unless there's some sort of side business that they have together could, or maybe right. they have like a like a. Like the, a the shamrock
0: like, was there though
1: a sunday morning pickup game oh oh really you i you believe so on that one too? i think so i'm gonna i'm gonna look look up gonna look this up
0: yeah um yeah in,
1: in, in the meantime, for all the talk about you know you know obviously, I think that that Beale and Tatum want to play together, we know that, but isn't it going to take when we talked about this, I think maybe two shows ago, Beal doing the Anthony Davis move because yes when you when you look around, I mean shit, like people are saying, you know, Wiggins, Wiseman in the seventh and fourteenth like. Fuck you. They, okay, we we they're not trading Jalen for for Beal. Like right. that's not happening. i sure anything's possible. I'm gonna say ninety nine percent. It's not gonna happen. So we don't even need to talk about that. Yeah. But so if you take Jalen out of the equation, like there are plenty of teams that can offer better packages.
0: Right. Even if the Celtics do the motherboard offer of all first for first round picks, unprotected pick swaps, and then take your pick of the young guys on a roster with. You know Rob and Marcus. That right. that at least keeps the Wizards on the phone. But you think that the certainty of a of Warriors offer that has two lottery picks, or this you know,
1: year, yeah, this year, yeah. right, yeah. this year,
0: right. as opposed to you know playing a super long game on waiting on those future picks that prior are going to be in the twenties. Um, right, like, like
1: you're giving like you're giving the Celtics a a very formidable threesome with, with Jalen right. Beal and Tatum and saying, oh, you, you, I, I, you're not expecting anything remotely close to the lottery yes. uh, when you get there.
0: So exactly. So the play from the Celtics standpoint and maybe from Tatum's standpoint is, you know, telling the Beal, hey, like, listen, we want you. We don't have enough to get you. So you're going to have to, you know, play or tell these other teams, like, I'm not sure what I'm doing in free agency. And Or just give Washington a very short list and have the other teams on your list be like the Lakers and the Heat, like teams that the Celtics could theoretically outbid with that package. Um, right. I think that's honestly the, the way it happens. But whether Beale will do that or not, um, especially on this timeline this week, I mean, that's, that's the bigger question.
1: Especially, I mean, it would be hard for, for, and again, it depends on how badly he wants to come to Boston, how badly he wants to play with, with, with Tatum. Um and maybe for Ime too. I don't know. We we look into that relationship maybe a little bit. But like playing with Steph, Clay, and Draymond in in a city like San Francisco, like I don't know, man. That's that's pretty tempting. Right.
0: Like, why would he say no to that? Um maybe because he really, really wants to play with Tatum, or maybe he doesn't think he's gonna get enough opportunity out there. I don't know. Uh that is, there's a case to be made for that. Um, but you're right, like it's it's hard to to know what his where his head's at, but turning down a chance to play with the Warriors um, just so you can play with the Celtics, like on the surface, doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: So what's what's the what's Boston's? So you said so the the, the Boston's best offer, assuming Jalen's not involved, we're probably going to say Smart, Rob, Tristan, Neesmith, and three right. future first round picks and whatever swaps yep. uh, it takes.
0: Exactly. Like take your pick of all the young guys. We do smart, and the other thing the sellers could theoretically do here to sweeten the offer is say, "Hey, I mean that bird chance contract looks terrible. We'll take that too, and give you back Al on like a short, you know, so you can at least clear that money and have your your books completely cleared for the long term." With that said, I don't think that's enough of a. That's not like that's a little like slight sweetener, but certainly not going to change Washington's you know, opinion of, of the deal outright. Like they're going to, the only way they take the Celtics deal is if um, you know, Golden State decides, Hey, we don't, we're, we're not going to offer all this reveal. Like it's just not going to work for that. And other teams that are in the mix um, don't go, don't offer as much as they could because they're not confident that people will resign there. That's really yeah, how the Celtics right. get through. And, and so from that standpoint, what are the odds of that happening this week? Probably not great on a short time scale, unless there's been a ton going on behind the scenes, which there could be with Beal and the Wizards right now, but the, the, the play that might help make sense for the Celtics or might help the Celtics to say, okay, Beal decides for now. Yeah, I'm not ready to push my way out yet. And so this drags on. Warriors have to use those picks. A lot of other draft capital gets used that could have been offered in a deal. And then you get to mid-season here, and some of the Celtics' assets look a little bit better some other teams' assets look a little bit worse or just they're in a spot where they don't want to blow everything up for Beal right now, and then maybe you have a chance to, to make that deal midseason if uh, Beal's tank. But...
1: Yeah, and then I guess maybe Fournier could could maybe
0: – Yeah, that is another part. He can he could factor in, obviously, as a, a sign trade now or, or, you know, obviously, you know, halfway through the season if he has a good year could be another appealing piece for the Wizards – but again, it's like a 28-year-old, you're trading Beal, you're getting back 48, it's like you know, unless they have another deal to like to ship them somewhere else for more younger assets, that's I don't think that's going to push needle much either.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and it's tough because like my instinct is to keep sort of relating it to what maybe the, the Lakers give up for for AD or what the Nets gave up for for Harden and I, I don't, I mean Beal certainly not AD. He's not hard. He may be a little bit closer to Harden, but he's not quite in that category right like like he's he's a all-star for sure i think he can he's a superstar like he can dominate an NBA game like very few uh human beings alive right now but still i think is one notch below uh the hardens in the in the in the ad's of the world
0: right and i mean that is the other question too for is there a case to be made like not to blow up your future even you know if you're offering everything, picks all your young guys, Rob, Smart, et cetera, to get Beale. Is that necessarily the right player? Is there a line in the sand the Southern's front office would draw there to be like, yeah, we are we'll give you a, you know, two first rounders, three first rounders. We're not gonna give you everything because we're not sure Beale is brown and Tim with like nothing left around them is enough to get us to where we want to go.
1: Yeah, so who like I was thinking about this a little bit, like who would be, because you still do right. So maybe Beal's not that guy, but who is that guy? Who is that guy that that might be available? One guy that I thought of, and I know this is probably a very polarizing opinion. I don't even know where I stand on it quite yet, but like what Siakam is apparently available.
0: Sure, he's definitely uh, available.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Right. I mean, for that price tag as well. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but like who, but who else, I mean, who else? Cause I, cause I think that could be sort of like the, the stretch big, a guy that can, can do a lot, but play down low for you as well. doesn't sort of overlap as much with the Jays. Uh, but like, so if it's not Beal, who, who is it? Cause I, we've, we, uh, we've also talked about the fact that we don't think it's Dame. I mean, especially if Dame would in, would involve uh, getting rid of Jalen. Um, but who, but who is it? Like who, who are the guys out there that would that would fit that role and, turn this team into a contender.
0: I don't think it's clear who that next person is yet, which is why I think the case can be made for them to just um, stand pat as far as, you know, if, if, if Beal isn't, if you don't think Beal is that guy, then you probably wait right now a season and see how everything looks and see what develops around the league. Um, because there is no obvious next. Uh, I don't think the Occam's that guy. Um, I think he is a potential good buy-low option for the team, but I, I doubt Toronto would deal with the Celtics there when, you know, the Celtics assets are not anything special. Um, yeah. And so beyond that, like, you know, Towns has come up forever. That's going to be an interesting situation to watch, but. Yeah, that's,
1: that could be it.
0: That could be it in a year or two down the road, but that's certainly not the case right now. And then, you, again, you just have to wait and see what, I mean. Chicago, like Levine's a guy, like maybe in the Beale mode that might be yeah, the free if, next if year. If Beale's,
1: not, if Beale's not the guy, I don't think Levine's the guy. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Levine is great, but like we're right. talking about the, the certain the type same of guy. player that this team needs. Yeah.
0: So exactly. It's like if he if Beal doesn't check those boxes, Levine probably doesn't either. And so yeah, I think it then it becomes simply you have to wait and see who becomes um, disenchanted somewhere who hits the market. Um, you, The Celtics do have the option to be able to create a max slot next offseason if they maneuver things this offseason enough and potentially dump some salary. Um, you know, whether it's Al or someone else midseason or after the season ends. So they can get there so they can simply sign someone outright as opposed to have to trade everyone for them. But doing that too is going to have to involved losing, you know, a bunch of player assets that you, you know, made before you wanted to.
1: Right. Cause that, cause that's the thing too, is that like, you talk about, you know, sort of waiting and see what happens who potentially becomes disgruntled wherever they are. But like the biggest difference between then and now is that like the Celtics used to have the assets that you're like, okay, no matter who comes up, we know that Ainge is going to be in a position to have one of the best offers. Right. And that. We're now just—I mean, if 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 Carl Anthony Towns decides you know demands a trade tomorrow, like any number of teams have more to offer. I think we're taking Jalen out of the equation right now. Obviously, that's a game right. changer in, in, in any trade offer. But like if if, if you're keeping the Jays together, like no matter who it is, there are many more teams that that can do it. So whereas you were now where Bradley Beal is a guy, you know, you know whether or not it has to do with Boston and or you know or the the, the best player on Boston right now like, th- who cares about the reason he wants to come to, to the Celtics. But when you have a guy that might be willing to get cut you a break to get to Boston, like that's a situation where maybe you got to, you, you need to jump. You need to take advantage of this opportunity because I don't know, even, even, I, I don't know if you have a, as good of a chance when, when the other opportunities arise.
0: Let's hear from our sponsor bet online. Which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action? We know baseball season's in full swing right now. They just got out of the All Star break, but you can get odds on that NBA offseason stuff, NHL, UFC, real time updated odds and props, almost anything you can imagine. So before things get going, we know you want to make some summer league bets, Rich too. So before you oh, do cool. that, of course, yeah, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and take advantage of the 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't sit on the sidelines. You can use the promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. It's bet online, your online sports experts. Welcome to the NBA front office, Brad Stevens. This is, like you said, this is the brutal decision because of that thing you lined up perfectly back right there. Like you don't know when this opportunity is going to come to next and And to your point in terms of the assets, like there are four or five teams in the NBA now that have more first-round picks than they know what to do with in the long term. So you bet if another star comes available in a year or two, those teams are going to be throwing the kitchen sink um, at Minnesota or whoever has the next disgruntled star. And the Celtics, unless you put Jalen Brown on the table, are just not going to be able to compete with those offers. So once again, if you have a guy who is – potentially willing to angle his way here. Now you might not get that chance again. And um, you know, or if you want to roll the dice in twenty twenty two 22 free agency, you can, but there's, there's no guarantees there either, unless it's a situation where Beal is just going to play out his contract and then, you know, he could potentially sign a few outright.
1: So let's fantasize this for, for a second. So let's say we said, we said smart Rob uh, Neesmith future first round picks. Um. Let's say that happens. What are we looking at next season? <laughs> you know what I uh, mean. What, yeah. What What does that? What does this? What do the Celtics look like beyond three superstars?
0: Well, yeah. To be honest, it all comes down to ownership. If ownership's willing to spend, make it look real good, because then you could say, okay, we're bringing Fournier back, um, and so we have. A great sixth man to you know, compliment those. Heart. I don't know whether Fournier would want that, would be okay if that kind of a role or not. Um, but if they, I don't expect his market to be great this offseason, despite his you know, beautiful play for Team France. Like,
1: yeah, I was gonna say, he's got to chill out,
0: yeah, chill, right? I mean, so <laughs> but no, but even so, like, there's just not a ton of teams with, with cap space that can make him you know, a, an offer that the Celtics wouldn't match, I think. So, that is so you have that. And then it's the front office trying to kind of doing, getting back to what they did early, you know, in Brad's early days and just finding some, you know, diamonds in the rough, whether it's overseas or some vet minimum guys here to fill things Nigel out. Nigel Hayes. To, Nigel Hayes, if you will. Um, Yamadar, if he's, you know, show something during summer league. The shitty um, kid, please. The shitty kid, excuse Found me. Call him by his name. Um, and then, you know, you have, and then again, but I do think, when you, if you have a group like that in place, you do have the veterans minimum deals that you suddenly are, okay, not only do we have these three guys, we have a lot of opportunity around them because we need good players. And so guys might be willing to take, not, not like great players, but the, you know, the Wesley Matthews of the worlds or whatever, the guys that are looking to get a ring, but still want to play, um, you know, you, you look to sign some of those guys to kind of fill things out of um, you know, your bench. Yeah, and and I think
1: I think with those three, I, I think Peyton Pritchard is a very solid point guard with that with that crew, right? Sure. Like yeah, if you're if you're starting if you're starting the uh, Beal, Jalen, Tatum, Pritchard, and Al, right? Um, I, I think Pritchard becomes a very solid uh, point guard when he's your presumably I mean your fourth or fifth option, obviously. And like and again, so you said it depends on how much Wick wants to pay, but uh, you know Berton's contract is pretty shitty on Washington but it's a little less shitty when he's surrounded by the potential talent he would be in Boston
0: right and that's where you could throw Al into that offer and take back Berton's if you want to really like you know get a guy that is you have locked in long term
1: and then what do you do like you have like it's like Moses your starting center like who, like, what,
0: <laughs> like who... no that's actually the I... center there's, there's a ton of centers out there this offseason that you know might not be available for the you have to pay a little bit more than the minimal, but you can get a good center for the taxpayer mid-level. Um, assuming again, Thompson. I, I imagine you're not including Thompson, Horford, and in that deal, but it's it's certainly possible. Um,
1: yeah, I'm looking at the at the centers. Oh, there's this guy. He, he played for Chicago last year. You heard Daniel Tice. What do you think? Oh yeah, yeah, that? he's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, but I mean, he's not even again he's another sort of undersized guy, but right. You got to figure. I'm looking at the list right now. I mean, Cody Zeller, probably
0: right. That, that that's the kind of guy you're like. You have to find a guy who had a bad year. So Zeller I think is a perfect example. Be like, hey, come play here. You'll be the starting center. You'll be able to put up good numbers. Um, and and then you'll get a, a big deal next year. And he's um, solid. He
1: can like, if he's healthy. Like he's he's enormous. He's got skills. Like he would he would be a a very solid guy. I mean, he doesn't have the. The range of a of a brook Lopez, but I could see him playing a, like a somewhat similar role to what right Lopez uh, did with Milwaukee.
0: Yeah he's um, always he's always heard us his problem. Yeah um, right so but yeah like I mean there's a thousand I mean you can Drummond, Edmund, Oxlin, all those guys like there's gonna be again these are not great options or not even good options, but you will be able to find a serviceable um center out there. Um via that or you know some kind of you know maneuvering what if whatever you have left on the trade market
1: what are you giving what are you giving Andre Drummond
0: um that minimum if that sorry about that I had a quick quick,
1: (laughs) quick interruption we can edit that out um but yeah what do you Andre Drummond
0: just the minimum probably I'm not giving him more than minimum at this point after how he looks with the Lakers last year um you say hey you want a chance to win and Put up your double doubles again and come here. Um, but I'm not spending anything more than that on him.
1: Um, trying to say anything obviously. Jared Allen's restricted, Frank Kaminsky, no thanks. Richwan uh, is Olymp- unrestricted.
0: Olympian JaVale McGee.
1: Hey, I mean, he's he's uh, the guy's got championship experience, He did right. I mean, he's 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 shown that, like, he, I mean, obviously, for there was. You know the the reputation he had as a younger player. Maybe that was maybe it was well deserved. But right now, I mean, he's, he he won titles with LA and Golden State, right? Like the guy, the I mean, even if he's not playing necessarily, he could be a uh uh just a just a guy you could plug in again. You, you could start him for ten minutes, play him ten minutes a game, right? Because that, that's that's all you're really looking for with these centers, especially when you have Al. Um, Boban was unrestricted.
0: Never gonna say no to Boban. In that right. kind of role, so if, if, you're getting rid,
1: if you're getting rid of Taco and you need you need a little bit some of that fan draw, you could you could, you could go with Boban, uh, Ennis Cantor, No, thank you.
0: Aaron Baines will probably be available. He's got a, I believe, a team option that Toronto's likely going to decline. So, um, yeah, again, you you have your pick of your over the hill slash hurt centers will be out there. Um, one of those guys will take next to nothing to play for you in that scenario I feel like so it's again but the so what What? where do you stand you never give me a number though on the on the one to ten scale on the deal like is for this week where where are yeah. you stand on this
1: oh for this week
0: yeah like is he because
1: is, is the is the assumption that if it if it doesn't happen because it, it, it makes sense that if you're like right if you trade, if you're, trading, if, you're if, if a big part of this deal, and it wouldn't be as big if, if it's a Celtics deal because again, as we've said a million times, the draft is sort of irrelevant. Um, but like if you're making that Golden State deal, like right. you're gonna want to. Like
0: some teams are gonna be out of the mix if they don't do it by the draft. I feel like not everyone, but a right. good amount of teams, the the pool of teams might be diminishing as far as suitors if they don't move them this week.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, unless you'd be like, you know, I if you're. They, they could say a Golden State, you know, we kind of like this guy and this guy. If you right, want to, sure. you want to make it, but that, that that's probably a little a little crazy. But I, yeah, I. So for it happening this week, it just seems, it seems too good to be true. I don't know, just one of those things. It's like if when the season ended, not even when the season. Let's say when Danny stepped down, right? Like if someone had said to you, you know, in the next six weeks. The Celtics will have found a t- for Kemba Walker, and acquired Bradley Beal, while not getting rid of Jalen Brown, right? So, like, if 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 you if you had said this, the big the Celtics' new big three is Jalen, Bradley, and, and and Tatum, like it, it just it just didn't wouldn't have felt like a reality, even though we'd heard the whispers forever. Just feels too good to be true. Oh, but I, and I don't want to take your yours and say seven. I'll say six and a half.
0: Okay, I'll be I'll Sorry, be just maybe. a
1: little bit more uh grounded and i think that you that you i think you maybe are right um and has there been any conversation has brad been around for media access yeah. at all like it's been sort of just radio silence from radio the silence Radio silence. Think, and i don't know if there's anyone that you, that you know you're in touch with over there but i haven't you know it's it's been quiet um so yeah i, I mean I, I think that it is it feels more real and it's funny we didn't even talk about that we got to talk to jake by the way they wait well, he did our podcast last week yeah sure and then, and and then like an, an, hour, an hour yeah. later like dropped his story <laughs> he had a, he had a chance to have a winning plays exclusive and he just he just shat it shat it away but um so yeah i mean it's 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 fun to think about it, man like that would be we we, we were fe- we, we, we were kind of down because like even, even with J, the Jays, you know, it kind of felt like the Celtics were sort of in a sort of stuck and Beal unst- unsticks you pretty, pretty quickly, you know, like, especially with, with the state of the, of the, uh, of the Sixers right now where it certainly seems like from, but from the reports that they haven't even been able to get in touch with Ben, like, um, and and you wouldn't think even if they trade him, like certainly, I mean, some of those those Toronto offers are comical that they were trying to get it was like Van Vliet, OG, and and a first round pick or whatever it was, you gotta think that 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 the Sixers are not gonna be as good as they were last year. Um, although maybe if they can somehow find a better compliment for, for Embiid, but like I wonder how many more like actual healthy seasons they can get out of Embiid, and whether or not they might have just wasted one, even though he wasn't even particularly healthy down the stretch. But then, like you know, Milwaukee will be Milwaukee. But I think like you know they're gonna that be, was
0: sort—they're going to be tough to run it back because they have their tax bill is going to be huge. So even no, if,
1: exactly, yeah.
0: So that's going to be a big. It's going to their situation is almost same as the Celtics after the OE title of like they're not they have their stars locked up, but retaining the role guys retaining the James Posey, which is for them, probably like Portis um, or uh, Bryn Forbes, whoever, like those guys are probably going to want to get paid elsewhere.
1: Totally. Yeah. And and they should. And then you got, like, you know, the Brooklyn is going to be Brooklyn like sure there's a chance that they could win 75 games if if, if everyone's there they have the talent to do that but like Kyrie Kyrie is going to continue to be Kyrie like KD is is older and is going to continue to to have injuries same same with Harden uh Miami you know again they're they're sort of similar to where the Celtics are where they have those two they have Bam and Jimmy and but now like you know Duncan Robinson is potentially going to be out which would be a huge loss for them. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and unless unless Hero can can you know reclaim his his bubble self, or or maybe he might be out the door. It just seems like like the East is very much open. And you know, we, we we've talked about for for most of the last year or so how we felt that the Celtics were like a borderline like four or five seed, like maybe they're going to get home court. But you you bring Beal into the equation, even if you lose all those guys that we talked about. And I think very quickly, you are talking about a top three team in the East. Oh, even e- 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 again, and you'll find, like you said, you'll find the veterans, you'll find the pieces. After that, right. guys will want to come and be a part of that. Uh, and yeah, it, it will it will be a a surprising turn of events this summer. It be it would be really great to see.
0: And we're going to record this, and about two hours <laughs> later, he'll be traded to Golden State.
1: Yeah, so, no, exactly. I'm gonna uh, say if if somehow this happens, if this week, this happens where Bradley Beal ends up on the Celtics, it would I, I will be, I'll say it, I'll 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 be pissed off if if another GM is hired. Oh yeah,
0: maybe.
1: like how can you fucking how how yeah. can you have? zarin and that crew help orchestrate this situation to bring another superstar into the equation and then say no we want someone else to be in charge now and so and so like if if that happens and again we'll, we'll see but like to me that would be like all right what what are we doing like, like let, let's just get this front office business over with get the hierarchy in place and just move on but you know we'll see what happens
0: we certainly will it'll be a fascinating subplot to watch. i'm 100 with you on that like um, if these guys can find a way to pull us off. And I do think, though, when looking at this week, if anything, my guess, it doesn't happen this week. But if nothing happens this week Bill, I think that is a good sign for the Celtics.
1: You think um, that is a good sign? Yes.
0: Yeah. Because gonna... I think in the standpoint of, like, you'd much rather have – you have three possible scenarios here. A, you trade for him now. B, he stays put, but you can trade for him, you know, in midseason or – you know, potentially after the year, or C, he gets dealt somewhere else this week, and so you can cross out. And if he gets, if he doesn't get dealt somewhere else this week, then we can talk about how a lot of potential suitors don't have their their offers don't look nearly as good now. You know, in a few months down the road as they do right now. So,
1: yeah, may, no, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So hopefully, from that standpoint, um, if the sellers want to keep their off, because if Bo gets dealt somewhere this week else besides Boston, then it really becomes interesting for how the front office, like what's next, like in terms of team planning now, um, do you have, do you, do you keep, do you keep flexibility open for a big addition in free agency or do you, you know, start hanging out extensions to smart and Rob Williams and stuff and say, okay, we, we want to, and I'm not sure. I don't think there's an obvious choice there. Um, but there is no clear next target to go after, and so that that makes things challenging.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. I think right, like you said, the more desperate Washington becomes, the better it is for the Celtics, just because they they don't have that blow you away offer anymore. Um, and yeah, and, and and if and if Beal falls through, like again, like there are so many conversations that we know happen behind the scenes here, you know, that we you know that that we don't know nothing that we know nothing about, um, and. You know there could be some grand scheme of, but we've seen, but we've seen that happen with NBA teams over the years so many times where like you you, your your strategy becomes all right. We have no one particularly in mind, you know, with with, with this, but we're just gonna carve out space, and then when when the free agent comes up, we're gonna go out and find someone. We've seen that happen. I remember like like Chicago many times, Orlando many times, the Knicks. And, sure. and then, then when it comes time to actually sealing the deal, you end up with nobody. Right. You know, but you end up giving money to some shitty guy and, and you repeat the cycle and blah, blah, blah.
0: But those teams didn't have Tam and Brown in their primes.
1: That's very true.
0: So that's if very you, true. If you are, that should count for something. I mean, whether it doesn't guarantee anything, uh, but it should count for something. Um, if you can, if you have a motivated you know, all-star that wants to win as opposed to put up his numbers. And so that, I mean, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that um, as we go through. Um, All right. Quick, but quick closing thoughts, heading into the draft. How many, how many players do they end up with on draft night via trade or the draft itself? They have one pick.
1: How many players, what did you say?
0: Do they end up with after draft night? Like how many new players do they have on their team after draft night via trade or, Oh, zero. We're going straight goose. Yes. That 45 overall pick, not meant for no. to not a light of day.
1: No, it's gonna be traded for some for, for a future a future asset. Brad, I have no, that That was just that, my that, gut. That, 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 that was just my gut feeling. I hadn't I haven't thought about that question for even a second before you asked it. And after that was just what came to my mind. I'm
0: like, I don't want to do any of this scouting. I haven't been able to watch enough tape the last no, like three okay, this, yeah. Get get out of here.
1: What was that game that Jake says he plays with with his wife? With uh, oh, yeah, the, uh... right. the, the, the tower yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. I forget how to call it.
0: Yeah, it...
1: that's what he's going to be doing on draft. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, you know, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, obviously, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that, that that that's just my gut. It's going to be like a Belichick, you know, where you guys you, you guys will be having because what that, at what time will that will that pick come across?
0: Probably like 11, 11.30. Yeah,
1: shit. I, it's funny. I'm usually I'm always on the West Coast. It's been a while since I've been on the East Coast for a draft. It'd be a very different experience. But yeah, so I think you'll, you'll be you'll be waiting. Everyone will be waiting the entire night, and then you know who who's the uh, the deputy commissioner these days? It's a name. It's an interesting name. It's a name that like is uh, it like Tatum
0: or something like? Yes, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's
1: something like Celtics related, right? NBA deputy commissioner Mark Tatum. Yeah, Mark Tatum. Yeah. Uh, so Mark Tatum uh will 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 arrive and say that the the deal the it's, Celtics it's have good. traded the, their pick.
0: All right. Let's close with 2 minutes on Team USA. Did you watch the game on Sunday?
1: Uh I did not. Okay.
0: No. Um, it
1: wasn't on, it was what you have to it was you have to, pay, you have
0: to pay to get it live. It's ridiculous. Um How oh,
1: American. Um, no, actually that's super American. You're right
0: now. Exactly. Just another sure thing. So, I think the biggest thing um Not the game. It's you know, Forty obviously had a great game. Um, Tatum not on the floor in crunch time, really. And and like for and as the subjects were, I mean, as Team USA was self-combusting, did not see the floor with the likes of you know Zach Levine on the on the floor ahead of him. That was that was intriguing to me after after Pop you know talks him up all throughout training camp. You know him not going, him going to the guys uh, coming. I mean, Drew Holiday had a good game, but going to the guys coming straight off a plane from Japan over Tam. And granted, Tam didn't play great in this game, but that was like, all right, this is, I, I doubt we see that again, given how bad they looked down the stretch there.
1: Was was uh, Gershon out there in French time? Gershon was
0: out making the hustle plays. He had a, he had like three or four of them that we saw maybe, you know, twice in his career in Boston, but he was, he, he always throws his body around and he got Fournier to go ahead three by, you know, out hustling Durant for rebounds, so just you know, five years too late for him. But um, yeah,
1: but yeah. So who so who was out there at the end Dame, KD, Bam, Drew, Bam,
0: Bam, Drew, and and, and who LaVey who had that and who,
1: who took the who took that the because I know they had a couple threes at the end that I saw the highlights. Who had that wide open baseline look? Was that Drew?
0: I think Drew. Yeah, Drew and. And Lillard missed a bunch of open. They missed. Everyone missed a ton of open points on the stretch. They couldn't. They had a thousand open shots. No one hit anything. Um,
1: so what? So this is the this is pool play right now, right? Yeah. So go so to I mean, the top the top two teams advance. Or? Yeah.
0: So they're good. So as long as they beat Czech Republic, they'll be in the you know the tournament round. But um, yeah, it was uh again given given how things played out. Well, I'll be very curious. Tam coming off the bench. I mean, that's no surprise there, but. When you I'm surprised to see the likes of Levine um, over the on the floor over him in in these big moments when it obviously didn't work out too well
1: I'm looking at the the Czech Republic roster right now it was Saransky's on the squad sure Jan Vaselli
0: potential trade target Sadaransky. yeah Chicago so
1: and then he's the only Jan vasselli obviously played in the NBA for a second right. but other than that there's uh
0: yeah they should. They should handle them, but who knows? They, they, yeah. have, they, have a, they, everything's uh, up in the air these days with Team USA. But, uh, but yeah, you can stay up. I'm sure it will be up for USA Iran on Wednesday morning at 12:40 a.m. Rich East Coast time. So that's uh, you know, Iran. Right. Yeah, Iran. Yep.
1: Oh, so that's so that that's that's who's okay. So the next game isn't against isn't against Czech, Czech yeah, Republic. Yeah, right. Japan. Yeah, they
0: play Iran first and then they play Czech Republic.
1: I think anyone on is a. Uh, Haddadi on.
0: I think yeah, Haddadi is their guy. Yeah, so wow. you stay up till three AM watching him, see if he can pull off the. Uh,
1: yeah, there are very few people that 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 I would wake up at three AM to watch play hoops, but that is one of them. So I will definitely, <laughs> I will definitely be there. Yeah, there's no, there's no one else that that we've heard of on that team, probably, right? I don't think so. Oh no, M- muhammad Jamshidi, of course, of course, yes. Uh, cool.
0: Great, great three point strokes. <laughs> um all right that's gonna do it here for the winning place pod please rate review subscribe um hit us up at winning place pod on twitter at rich underscore levine uh, i'm at brian t rob and i'll have plenty of stuff for you guys all week long at mass live as well and rich we'll we'll probably be back before free agency assuming that something happens this week that impacts us one way or another feel feel it's going anywhere we're going to talk about it even if it's not to boston so yes for sure Um, Stay tuned for that, and thanks for listening, guys.